Hello everyone and welcome to the One Man Renegade Podcast. I am your host, Honorable Greg B, and this is chapter 99. Yes, we are oh so close to that 100, but I have 99 chapters and this is one. Uh, so let's get into it. I mean, there's plenty to talk about. There's always There always is. I know it's only been a week, but still, a lot of stuff happens a week and a lot of stuff happened specifically in this week. So let's get to it. Let's get down to it. Um... Get on into it. Um, so let's start off with uh, the matinee moments. Uh, I did go see a movie. I had to fill out my September quota for my movies, and I did go see a third movie. Uh, the previous two being It 2 and then Rambo Last Blood. I went to go see Ad Astra with Brad Pitt. Um, Spacey movie uh, with... Uh, 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 I'm blank. Tommy Lee Jones. Like what? I just wa- I was just watching Fugitive yesterday. Like why would I ever forget Tommy Lee Jones in this movie? Liv Tyler playing an- in another space movie. Uh, if you remember her from Armageddon, um, a few other people. But regardless, uh, the movie was okay. I mean, I I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. It was very slow at parts. Um, you know. I don't really know the backstory of this movie all that much. I don't know that it needed to. But um, it just seems like, you know, George Clooney did it. Matt Damon did it. It was Brad's, uh, you know, uh, Matthew McConaughey did it. It was Brad Pitt's turn to do a space movie. Uh, and there you go. He did a space movie. Um, you know, I think pretty much every big-timey actor has done a space movie that I can think of, maybe with the exception of... Leonardo DiCaprio, I don't think, has done a space movie, but he did The Aviator, which had to do with planes, so it's kind of close. But it's like, you know, you think Tom Hanks did space movies. Obviously, George Clooney, as I mentioned, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, uh, Bruce Willis. I don't know. I'm just thinking of people that were in Armageddon. Bobby Lee, uh, uh, Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's obviously been a lot of space movies. I mean, Mark Wahlberg was in the Planet of the Apes one from like 2000 so that counts he went to space all right maybe maybe that maybe that's a bad example but regardless um it was all right it wasn't amazing i mean it's been doing you know it got decent reviews from like critics but then like the audiences weren't a weren't really too fond of it uh which was interesting which happens a lot i feel like a lot of times you see like this stuff and it's like oh critics love this and then the audience is like yeah um, happens a lot with horror movies too, where it's like, for whatever reason, audiences don't necessarily love horror movies, but it's like, then why are you going to them? I don't, I don't, I never understand that. But it's like, for the critics that are like into horror movies, like, oh, that was a great horror movie. Then it's like, nah, I didn't like it. You know, when they do the cinema score, like horror movies always get low scores for some reason. I don't understand it. But regardless, um, we are in October now, so that means the horror movies will start or they kind of already have. I haven't seen any yet. Um, I'm just going to leave it. I mean, I've heard of some newer ones that I've been, I might want to check out. But as far as ones coming out in the theaters, I don't really know that there are really any. Like, there's no Halloween this year. There, That's that's coming next year. There's no Saw movie. Uh, that's a, also coming next year. Although not in Halloween time, which is weird. Paranormal Activities of dried up and gone away 
Um, you know, there's no Texas Chainsaw Massacre or anything like that that I can think of. I mean, there might be something that I'm just not really aware of yet that's like a horror movie that's coming out. But, like, it seems very... Um, it seems like a very light horror movie schedule. Um, at least for in theaters. Um, I'm sure on demands... I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of horror movies coming out for this, uh, for this, uh, uh, Halloween season that are maybe on Netflix or other on-demand services or something like that. But as far as ones that are catching, you know, I mean, and, you know, and the thing is like it already came out, it too already came out and it's like, this is, you know, we're a little far away from Halloween at this point, but, um, I don't know, it, they kind of, they fell on the line with that, uh, the weekend after Labor Day horror movie, which has become a thing in the last few years. Um, it, you know, kind of started with it, I guess. And then would, um, what was it? The nun last year. And then it too, obviously. Um, and who knows where else they'll go, but all right. So what else is going on in the movie news? Well, we got some news out of, um, the Spider-Man. Uh, now if you remember correctly, a couple weeks ago, it was reported that the, uh, Disney came to, Disney came to Sony and was like, hey, uh, listen, like, Spider-Man did great and all, and because it made a billion dollars, we're supposed to continue on with this partnership, but, eh, we don't really like this partnership, uh, we want more money, and Sony was like, hell no, well, and they're like, alright, well, we're taking off then, and Sony, and, you know, Spider-Man can't be in the MCU, and you can't use any of our characters in Spider-Man movies, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but they came to an agreement, at least a short-term agreement, um, so that the next Spider-Man will be still set in the MCU, and the Spider-Man character will also be appearing in one other Marvel MCU movie. Uh, they haven't said which or what. I don't know if it's one of the ones that have already been planned, or if it's one they haven't talked about yet and will be happening later down the line. Um, I would think it would probably be something that's happening later down the line. Um, just because it's like, well, how does Spider-Man fit in with the rest of this? You know, it's kind of makes sense for him to be in the next Avengers or whatever their Avengers event film will be. Uh, but so far, there's no plans for that. Now, granted, um, you know, the uh, Doctor Strange movie seems like it's going to deal with a lot of different characters from different potentially different um uh franchises um you know maybe that's it i don't know but uh you know obviously still way too early to speculate on any of that although sony i did say i did i do believe said that the next spider-man movie is coming out in 2021 which wasn't a part of the phase or whatever that Marvel announced so you know and and I don't know if that was because of the agreement that was reorganized or whatever Um, they didn't want to say anything they couldn't say anything obviously but now that they you know they've come to agreement I kind of feel like well now don't you have to like adjust the the phase four a little bit because now you have the Spider-Man movie that's involved here or maybe they kind of had that worked in, you know, potentially regardless. I don't know. 
But there it is. More Spider-Man movies coming. More Spider-Man the MCU coming. Uh, so that's that's a good thing, I believe. Um, but um, as far as other movies going on, uh, we got the Joker coming up. Uh, comes out tonight as I'm recording this. Um, but I'll probably go see it this weekend at some point. Uh, hopefully um, Saturday, most likely. Um, looks good. I mean, critics are... You know, it's weird because initially it sounded like, oh, everyone loved it. Everyone was all aboard it. And the... But then, like, the first kind of, like, reviews started coming in and the critics didn't seem to be as hyped about it as you would have thought. I mean, currently, looking at Rotten Tomatoes, it's only sitting at 70, which is a little bit lower than you would have imagined um, it, it would be. Um, interestingly enough, you know, Joker... The Joker movie's coming out, and there's a movie coming out this weekend called Wrinkles the Clown. Um, not quite sure what that is. It's getting a 71 on Rotten Tomatoes, so it's apparently better than Joker. Um, you know, Joker's clownish. I, I, don't, I wouldn't necessarily say the Joker is a clown. It's never, it's, you know, it's always kind of been vague about what he actually is you know the whole character's been vague which is interesting that they're doing this whole joker story because you know there's no there's no the problem with the joker um in terms of the uh you know dc universe and everything and the history of dc and all that um there's never been a real concise uh story regarding um his character in terms of like its backstory and whatever, there's always been very vague and, and weird, and and there's been different stories that are ne- ne- not necessarily true or whatever. So for them to do it, do this, um, you know, Joker standalone movie with his backstory, although it seems very much similar to um, previous stories, um, the Killing Joke, I believe, is somewhat similar um i mean i don't know i mean i think it's kind of its own thing but you know if if nothing else it's somewhat similar to the killing joke i believe if i'm correct if i have the right story that i'm thinking of uh the one where you know, obviously he's trying to be a stand-up comedian and you know things go wrong or whatever um but um yeah i mean obviously batman the original batman um in 89 had its own origin story, um, you know, you know, with what happened and how he turned into Joker. Now, obviously, Heath uh, Heath Ledger's version was a bit uh, more unclear. Uh, certainly, it uh, he told stories, but it wasn't necessarily clear whether he was telling the truth or not. Um, so. I don't know. So it'll be interesting to see, and I'm definitely looking forward. And I know I've talked about this movie a bunch of times before, but definitely looking forward to watching it uh, this weekend. And I will talk about it and give my review next week or next week. Um, but also, uh, the new trailer for Birds of Prey dropped. Uh, and now they did a little teaser before it too, but they actually dropped the full trailer. Um, I mean, it's basically the Harley Quinn movie. Um, you know, I know there's other characters in it, but you wouldn't really be able to tell much of that from the trailer but uh, i don't know i mean obviously margot roby did a good job as uh 
as Harley Quinn in the uh, Suicide Squad, the the first Suicide Squad. And I know they're doing another Suicide Squad, but um, so you know, I can't say that I, I was against them doing a movie involving her. And yesterday, they're bringing in other characters. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. I think it comes out on, on uh, February, I believe. So uh, I guess we'll find out then. So there we go. Um, the trailer looked okay. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's a trailer. Didn't didn't necessarily get me more excited or less excited for the movie, I guess. So I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but it's just kind of like, oh, you know, here's Harley Quinn. It's a movie about Harley Quinn, and she's Harley Quinn. It's like, okay, cool. Um, I'm still confused about Wrinkles the Clown. He is staring at me. I'm assuming this is some sort of horror movie, but now I need to know more. What is Wrinkles the Clown? Uh, it's a comedy documentary horror. That doesn't make any sense. It started with a silent black and white surveillance video updated, uploaded to YouTube that depicted a child sleeping peacefully mm-hmm. until, until a disheveled old man disguised as a clown slid out from behind her bed. Afterwards, similar videos started appearing online showing the clown pushing a cart in a parking lot, waving alongside a busy highway, holding balloons in front of a suburban home. The unsettling clips, which immediately went viral, launched Wrinkles the Clown to the Internet Infamy. Soon cryptic stickers with his eerie vis- visage. Visage? Visage? I don't know how to say that word. Visage? I don't know. Uh, and a phone number were plastered on telephone poles and in bathrooms all over Florida. Is this a real story? I don't remember this. Uh, promising to terrify misbehaving children, over one million voicemails were left. Uh, okay. Huh. Weird. I don't re- necessarily call this story... It doesn't, I mean, obviously it's Florida, so like any sort of crazy ass story, you got to figure it's coming from Florida. So I probably probably got mixed in with all the other crazy stories you heard from Florida. Wrinkles the Clown. All right, so that's happening this weekend too. If you want to go check out Wrinkles the Clown, um, I'm guessing it's getting a very limited release. <laughs> but Wrinkles the Clown. There you go. Uh, and finally, in uh, the last bit of movie news, which kind of bleeds over into uh the small screen um uh, sweeps small screen sweeps as it's called um so a few years ago i guess it was four or five years ago at this point i don't even totally remember what year it was um when breaking bad ended it was kind of like okay so we kind of you know got the ending for walter white you know we got his ending but then it was like, well, what happened to these other characters? And then, you know, obviously that spun off into into Better Call Saul. And while that's more of a prequel, we have seen what has happened to him after Breaking Bad to some degree. I'm sure there's going to be more of that as the series goes along. But obviously one of the bigger issues with what happened to Jesse. He kind of just, I mean, spoiler alert, but he takes off with the end of Breaking Bad. It's like, well, does he... Is it kind of like Steve Buscemi in, in Reservoir Dogs where he takes off, but you kind of hear cop, cops in the area, so you don't really know necessarily what happened to him, but you kind of assume, um, you know, is it Sopranos ending sort of thing where it's like, well, 
I don't know what happened, but he probably got shot. Did he get shot? He probably got shot. Now he's dead, so he's, you kind of have to go with that uh, as your logic with him getting shot because there was always the case where, like, well, they could do another movie, which they are doing a movie, but it's a prequel, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Um, but with Jesse Pinkman, it was always like, ah, well, they could still probably do something. And while the rumors were out there and stuff, they finally did announce at... Um, there was some cryptic things that came out, and then I think it was San Diego Comic-Con, or it might have been right before that. They announced, yep, it, there's a movie, it's coming um, uh, to Netflix, and then I guess it's going to also be in theaters and eventually end up on AMC or something. I, I'm confused. But it was still kind of like, well, when is this happening? And then, was there, and then it came again. Oh, wait, it's happening sooner than you think. Oh, it's happening, like, October. It's like, oh, whoa, October's, like, soon. And, yep, October 11th, next Friday, it will be uh, hitting theaters, a very limited run. I think it's just kind of for that weekend in, you know, probably very limited screens, um, but also on Netflix. So, for some reason, you want to go see Breaking Bad on the big screen, which it wasn't ever a thing on the big screen, so it's a little confusing to me as to why you'd want to do that, but it is a movie, so I guess go to the movie theater to see a movie, but it's on Netflix anyways, so if you have Netflix, maybe if you, I mean, I guess if you don't have Netflix, well, there's still a way you can go see it without having to sign up for Netflix, so I guess that makes sense. Um, and eventually on AMC, even though arguably shouldn't it have been on AMC to begin with, because the whole Breaking Bad and and Better Call Saul have all been on AMC. I don't know. But whatever. Regardless, next Friday, if you wanted to know what happened to Jesse Pinkman, we're going to find out next week. Netflix in theaters. Or you can wait until it's on AMC, which I'm not sure when that's going to happen. Um, Better Call Saul doesn't come back till January, I think, or something. I don't know. I don't even know at this point. But, um, yeah. So there you go. El Camino. Breaking Bad movie coming to your small screen and big screens. So it kind of bleeds into both categories. But continuing on with some small screen sweeps. Um, American Horror Story. Um, I haven't watched last night's episode, but I did watch the second episode. So obviously they're going with the whole, you know, Friday the 13th, uh, you know, type storyline so that i mean i i still feel like there's gonna be some more twists and turns and stuff but um there i mean they're incorporating kind of other different characters into it as opposed to it's like well there's not just one killer there's multiple killers or whatever but um yeah i don't know we'll see how it goes um again i haven't watched it last week's episode um the mayans uh haven't watched this week's episode and so really nothing more to say that i haven't talked about already um preacher finally came to an end though so the finale of preacher took place on sunday dropped on sunday um it, it was fine i mean you know as far as like finales go it was whatever um, you know, it kind of, it's kind of one of those weird things where it's like, yeah, it's four seasons in, but it's like, you know, the characters 
does it matter what happens to a lot of them? And it's like, yeah, sort of, kind of. I mean, there was a big arcing storyline that, you know, settled. And, um, you know, they kind of give you flash forwards about what happens with some certain people. So, you know, overall, it was a fine ending to the series. Um, so I can't really complain about that or anything like that. But, um, yeah, I mean... It was, you know, it was one of those shows that, like, wasn't, like, hugely popular or anything like that. It's had its following, and, you know, a lot of that following was based off the uh, the graphic novels and whatever. And it was kind of like, well, the, the show's not the same as the graphic novels. And, you know, it was a little bit over the top and goofy at, at points. Um, but also very violent and serious at certain points, you know, so... You know, you kind of have to understand that whole, you know, you know, Seth Rogen and, um, and, um, Seth Rogen and, um, Evan Goldberg's kind of humor, sort of, uh, along with, you know, the source material, if you weren't familiar with that, but, um, anyways, um, yeah, no, it was fine, um, but it is over, and, uh, if you've never watched it, you know, there's only four seasons, so it's very... You know, I think there's 10 episodes a season, so it's only 40 episodes. So if you ever want to check it out, I definitely recommend it, you know, so, uh, yeah. Um, what else is going on? But stick, I don't know, sticking with the AMC theme, Walking Dead returns this Sunday. Uh, if you're not caught up with Walking Dead, I can't say I'd necessarily blame you. Last couple seasons have been eh. Uh, rumor has it that Fear the Walking Dead's been better than Walking Dead has in the last couple seasons, but I gave up on Fear the Walking Dead a long time ago, but apparently no one from the beginning of that show is still on it, or something along those lines. It kind of, they went in a completely different direction, storyline, so I may have to go back and give that another shot. Um, but for now, I'm sticking with Walking Dead. We still got the Whispers, um, involved in that whole storyline, um... Michonne's apparently on her way out after this season or half season or however they end up doing it. We still don't know what happened to Maggie. <laughs> I'm trying to think who else, who else. A bunch of people died at the end of the last season, didn't they? Jesus died, didn't he? And then all those people had their heads on the spoiler alerts if you haven't watched it. Had all, all those people had their heads in the poles and they were all dead. Yeah. Well, so a lot of people went 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 away. I mean. I don't think that means they're just going to bring in a whole bunch of new characters that we're going to have to learn and figure out. Because um, they had that that whole group of guys, and I forget what their name was. They came in and they did nothing. <laughs> they just got basically destroyed. It's like, what was the point of any of that? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously Daryl's still running the show, and they still got Negan and whatever, and, and uh, Carol, and, and yeah. So that returns Sunday. AMC, check it out. Um, HBO uh, trio of shows I'm watching. Now, I don't watch Succession. I've heard some good things about Succession, but I haven't watched it. It was one of those shows that last year came out of like nowhere. And I was like, oh, this show is amazing. I was like, okay, I should probably watch that. I'll catch up before the second season starts. And I just never got around to it. Um, so... I'm, at this point, I'm just going to wait till the second season ends and then probably check it out. Um, there's just so many shows, because that's the thing. It's like, everyone was going crazy about The Haunting of Hill House last year, and I never got around to watching it, but then it was like, by the time I would have got around to watching it, it was like, 
well, it's not really Halloween time anymore, so now I'm just wait till next year. So here it is next year. So I'll probably start watching that. But then again, there's all these other shows to watch. Um, uh, but I'm watching Ballers. That's still going. Um, I mean, it's fine. It's got the rock in it, and uh, but you know, one interesting thing though, it's got Rob Corddry in it. But now he's on some new show on ABC. And one of the other guys that's in Ballers is also in that show. And also Walter Goggins, Walton Goggins, sorry, it, who's in Righteous Gemstones, is in that show. Meanwhile, it airs, I think, right after The Connors, which has John Goodman with it, in it, who obviously is also in Righteous Gemstones. <laughs> so it's like, wait a minute, what is going on here? Why are these guys from HBO and these shows now on ABC and these shows? Uh, or whatever, whatever channel it's on, I don't even know. Uh, but regardless, um, Righteous Gemstones is a fantastic show. I guess there's only two more episodes left. So they only did nine episodes, which I remember they did with with um, Vice Principals too. They had two seasons and nine episodes. It's like, nine episodes is such a weird number. Just like, do ten. Why, why did you do nine? Do ten. Uh, but anyways. Um, yeah, if you're not watching Righteous Gemstones, I definitely recommend it. Ballers, I mean, if you were watching it from the beginning, I'd say keep watching it. Or or if you had watched it and haven't watched it this season, I'd say go check it out. But, like, if you've never watched it, nah, it's probably one you don't need to... Unless you're really a big rock fan, there's probably no reason to uh, check it out. Um, we'll talk more about The Rock in a little bit, even though I said that last time, I think, and I never actually said anything about it. Whoops. Um, okay, uh, moving on. The Deuce is also wrapping up its uh, run on HBO. It's on Monday nights now, which is weird, but fine. Um, big, big storyline drop this week on The Deuce uh, as they're starting to wind down into the end of the season. A big, a big event occurred for a certain character. Uh, I don't want to ruin anything, but let's just say... There may be less James Franco's going forward in the season, and I mean, I don't. It's not telling you what happened. I'm just saying there's a lot of James Franco in this show. There might be less going forward. The last three or four episodes are however episodes are left, anyways. Um, but anyways, yeah. I mean, again, another show that if you've been watching it, and you know, I'd say if you watch the first two seasons, check out the third season if you haven't watched it yet. I mean. It's only going to be three seasons. It's only going to be a total of 30 episodes or whatever. Um, so, it's really not a lot of commitment there. Um, all the ABC shows are back. I talked about them a little bit last week. I haven't watched this week's shows because Wednesday nights are now very filled with lots of stuff. And South Park's It's Always Sunny. I mean, you got um, American Horror Story. You got all these ABC shows that I've watched. Um, but I can't watch any of them because I got two wrestling shows now to watch, and we'll we'll talk about those in a little bit. But yeah, Wednesday nights are just jam packed. Um, uh, but the Fox cartoons all came back on Sunday nights for other shows I watch. Now, obviously, The Simpsons are just whatever at this point. It's The Simpsons. Like I still watch them. Yes, um, were there funny moments? I laughed a couple times or a couple jokes, but I mean, in a not constant 
30 minutes worth of laughs or 22 minutes worth of laughs or whatever it used to be back in the day. And I don't know if that's just because I'm older and, and the jokes don't hit as well or they're just not as funny. I don't know. Um, you know, if, if you know, it, it's, 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 you know, it's one of those things where it's like, am I seeing things? Do I see things with rose colored glasses? It's like, yes, do, when I watch old episodes of The Simpsons, I think they're hilarious. But is it because I would think they're hilarious if they're airing now? Or do I think they're hilarious because when they aired 20 years ago, 25 years ago, 30 years ago at this point, I thought they were hilarious. I don't know. Well, almost 30 years ago. We're not quite at the 30th anniversary of when it actually debuted on uh, Fox. Its own show. I mean, yes, we're past the 30th anniversary of Simpsons being on... Um, um, uh, Tracy Ullman, but 30th anniversary of The Simpsons first full episode airing um, I think it's in December must be in December sometime because it was the Christmas episode, the original Christmas episode but anyways, uh, enough about The Simpsons uh, they did debut a new show called Bless the Hearts um, I, I don't see this lasting <laughs> sorry it's got Kristen Wiig and Maya Rudolph and, and whatever, but um, it just seems like, I don't know, I don't even know what to call it, like, bad King of the Hill? Maybe? I, I don't know, it kind of had that King of the Hilly vibe um, to me, and it just, I don't know, just, uh, you know, it's only one episode so far, so, you know, I'll, I'll give it another shot, but. And then Bob's Burgers and Family Guy back, they're just as good as they always have been. Well, I don't know about that, but they're just as good enough to watch as they always have been to watch. I guess if that, maybe put it that way. It's like, I don't know if they're as good as it always was, but they're not, like, it's not bad enough that I don't want to watch it. Um, it's fine. Um, SNL came back with uh, Woody Harrelson as the host it was fine. I don't know. I just, you know, you you hark back to the days of like Will Ferrell and and um, you know, you know, even further back to like Adam Sandler and you know, you know, even further back to like Bill Murray and and whatever. And it's just like, like this cast just it doesn't do it for me. There's no there's no that person. Even with Kristen Wiig there, she you know she had it. There's no one really, and and as much as people love Kate McKinnon, she's not. She's, nah, she's not it. Um, Keenan Thompson, for all it's for all the years he's been on, is still probably the 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 funniest guy on the show. Um, yeah, Leslie Jones is gone though, so I don't know. There's there's a change. Um, I'm not sure what she's up to these days, but she's off the show. Um, yeah, I don't know. Taylor Swift next week is the musical guest. I forget who the host is. Someone I kind of vaguely didn't know. Uh, I mean, uh, for for this season of SNL, and I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but I mean, the big news is Eddie Murphy's coming back. But Eddie Murphy's not coming back to host until sometime in December. I think he's doing like, the Christmas episode, if I want to, if I remember correctly. So it's like, yeah, up up until that, I don't think anyone's gonna really care about what they're doing. Uh, and it's like, it's not an election year, so it's like, well, they're doing a lot of election, pre-election stuff, but it's like, oh, we still got a whole other year of this crap. And obviously the Trump stuff, but it's like, okay, turn on any 
comedy like thing these days and oh they're doing trump it's like all right fine i mean alec baldwin does a decent trump don't get me wrong but it's just like where i mean where what's what's left to do i don't know i don't know i don't know um but i've been saying that for years because well unlike someone like obama who came i've talked about this before but and then like someone Obama where it's like, oh, this is a new fresh face. Okay, now they can make all these jokes and do these jokes about this person. And, you know, people are obviously doing the new impressions of, of them or whatever. Um, with Trump, people are doing Trump impressions and they've been making fun of Trump since, you know, the 80s. So it's like, yeah, kind of worn out of that. Um, and, you know, same thing with Hillary was the issue too. It's like, all right, well... These aren't new characters here, um, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see who like emerges and if there's any good characters coming out of any of that. But all right, and then finally for the last little bit of muse, uh, mu- yeah, TV news, uh, Mr. Robot returns on Sunday. Um, I think it's probably on the same time as um, Walking Dead. So you're gonna have to watch one and DVR one, which is becoming a thing here. Um, not that you don't just DVR both of them anyways and then watch them later and fast forward the commercials. I get it. It's not live television, so what's the difference? Whatever. But regardless, uh, Mr. Robot final season starts up on Sunday. Um, should be good. I'm trying to remember what happened at the end of the last season. I think I remember. I don't know. I might have to go back and watch the last episode of season three or season four, whatever season it's on. I don't even know the last season and uh, kind of catch up and remind myself of what was going on um, before I watched the new season. But uh, there it is. OK, um, moving on, we got games for Greg. Well, I haven't started Demon's Soul yet. So I can't really report on anything, and I won't pick a new game. I do want to play it. I will play it. Hopefully, I think I'll have some time this weekend to dive into it. Uh, we'll see. Um, outside of going to see the Joker, I don't think I have much going on, but um, we shall see. Um, no real news. I mean, Sony is kind of um, hinting that they, they're going to be a lot more lenient in terms of uh, crossplay. They'll be. They're more willing to do a lot more crossplay with different systems, which you know Xbox and Switch have been a little bit more to, uh, willing to do uh, in the last couple of years, as opposed to Sony. Um, trying to think what else. That's the only thing I can really think of that was like kind of newsworthy. Um, there's some lawsuits with Sony versus the Joy-Cons because uh, of the sh- the drifting issue. That's about it. Nothing really else going on for um, for news as part as opposed to video games. So let's move on to concert concertos. Now again, haven't seen any concerts. I am going to see Steel Panther. I've mentioned that multiple times next month. Their album, new album, did come out, but I haven't listened to it yet, so I really don't have anything to say about it. Um. Any other music news? Not that I can think of. Nah. Nah, I got nothing. So, alright, let's just move on. Um, hit up the sports zone. 
Sporty Zone. All right, so NFL still kicking along. The Patriots are four zero. The Chiefs are four zero. Um, the Forty ers are three zero, and then someone else is four zero. I, I I'm blanking on who the other team is. That's four zero. Isn't there another four zero team, or is there not? I thought there was. Why am I blanking? Um, let's check it out. I mean. Patriots didn't look great against Buffalo. I'll definitely admit that, but they did win. Uh, so that's it. Just the Chiefs and the oh yeah, because the Cowboys lost. Um, the um, yeah, the Patriots didn't look great against Buffalo, but Buffalo is a pretty good defense. Um, so definitely, uh, you know, uh, definitely disrupted the Patriots' offense. Now, obviously bit of disarray with the Patriots offense it seems like you know obviously Edelman's banged up they lost Antonio Brown um you know they lost Devlin James Devlin for what for what that's worth you know it, it kind of you know obviously Gronk is gone this year um so you know then no one's really emerged to take that spot for you know the tight ends or whatever so I don't know um but they got Washington this week who are pretty awful but i mean the way the defense is playing i don't know uh the offense hasn't really needed to do much <laughs> so yeah um so as long as the defense can continue doing what they're doing um you know they uh they're fine uh they finally addressed the kicker kicker situation steven goskowski who had missed i think four extra points in at least at least one or maybe two field goal attempts um, I guess he had some hip problems and, uh, now he's out for the year and he's going to have hip surgery and, um, they signed, uh, Mike Nugent, uh, Ted's, Ted's brother. No, I don't know. I don't think Ted and Mike Nugent are related. Uh, I remember him being on the Jets. I feel like he was on a couple other teams maybe though, too. So I don't know. Hopefully he can come in and kick some extra points. <laughs> um, as opposed to anything else. Um, some field goals would be nice too, but um need touchdowns. Get in the end zone first. Uh but yeah, so not too much else going on in the NFL. We're ready to head into week week uh week five. Um one of my fantasies is doing great, the other one is terrible. Um but yeah. So also and NHL started last night. Um didn't really watch much last night, had other things what to watch. But the Bruins start tonight. They're in Dallas. So, uh, looking forward to watching some Bruins, um, regular season action. Uh, you know, obviously given what happened last year, it'd be nice to see them back out there and, you know, for games that matter and, uh, you know, get back on the right track and hopefully get back to where they were last year and can, uh, get that one more win they needed last year this year. Uh, David Krejci is a little banged up, but he should potentially play tonight. And if he doesn't play tonight, apparently play game two or three uh so it's not a long-term thing hopefully hopefully not a long-term thing and he'll be back uh bergeron obviously was banged up um he had some groin issues but uh for all for everything i've heard he's supposed to suit up and be ready to go so yeah um you know hopefully you know they continue doing what they did last year so yeah um and then finally uh they sorted out the playoff in the MLB, they sorted out the wild card situation. They had the wild card games. 
the uh, Nationals came through very elite in the game against the Brewers and were able to pull off the victory. And then the Rays pretty much just dominated the A's. Uh, so we set up the matchups, which start, oh, in a couple hours. Uh, kick off things with, I think it's the... I want to say it's the Nationals in the... No, it must be the Braves in the... Uh, Cardinals and then the Nationals and the Dodgers play later I'm assuming and then tomorrow the the uh, AL kickoff with the Rays and Astros and then the Twins and the Yankees so I'll make some predict it's prediction time make some predictions for the um, Major League Baseball playoffs Uh, I'll kick things off uh, which with hold on, let me double check and see what's the first actual thing. Um, yeah, on TBS, yeah, they're on TBS. We got yeah the Cardinals and at the Braves. Cardinals at the Braves. Now the Braves obviously were um, a better team than the Cardinals record wise. Uh, the Cardinals had a better division, I feel like, so there was a little bit more. Nah, maybe not. I don't know. It's pretty close. But overall, I think I'm going to go with the Braves uh, beating up beating the Cardinals. Uh, say they win in four. Uh, Braves in four. Uh, then we got the other National League uh, 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 division round. Is that what this is? Division series? Yes. Um, would be the Nationals coming off the uh, wild card win, taking on the Dodgers. Uh, Dodgers obviously have the home field advantage. Uh, they have the best record in the National League. Do they have the best record in the league? No, I think the Astros did. Let me double check. I don't. I don't. I don't know how that actually played out at the end of the season because I kind of wasn't paying attention. Uh, but uh, Astros finished with 107. Dodgers finished with 106. So yeah, the Astros did finish with the best record. Uh, so, that for purposes later, that means stuff. Um, so, I'm going to go with the Dodgers over the Nationals. I think it's going to be a close series, though. Because, obviously, the um, they both have great pitching. So, But, but obviously, with Scherzer having already pitched the wildcard game, they're a little bit... You know, that puts them a little bit of dif- disadvantage. But I think it's going to go five. I think the Dodgers win in five. All right, next up on the Nas- the American League side, we have the Astros... Um, taking on the Rays, who just won the wild card game. I don't see the Rays beating the Astros. I think the Astros are going to win pretty easily. I think I think they're going to sweep in three. And they got the Twins and Yankees taking on each other. Now this one's a little tough. Um, you know, the Yankees obviously had a great season. Uh, Twins were pretty good too. Um, I don't really. I mean, Twin they. Twins set the record for all-time home runs by a club, hitting 307. Uh, number two all-time were the Yankees, or 306 from this year. Um, you know, they both beat the Yankees' record from a few years ago, which I think it was 299, if I remember correctly. Um, so yeah, obviously we're gonna have a home run. There's gonna be a lot of home runs hit <laughs> in this series. Um, you know, is it kind of? I mean, obviously the Yankees have home home field advantage. Uh, is it, it's gonna come down to pitching and bullpens i guess so i might have to give the edge a little bit to the yankees on that so yeah i think it's 
I think it's going to be a close series, but... Uh, nah, I go Twins. I'm going to go Twins. Screw, screw the Yankees. I'm going Twins. Twins and five. Twins and five. Uh, another team gets to celebrate at Yankee Stadium like the Red Sox did last year in game four. All right, so then we move on to the... Let's do the National League Championship Series. The NLCS will have, based on my predictions, the Braves and Dodgers. Um... So, yeah, I mean, can the Dodgers do it again? Go to the, another World Series? This would be three in a row. Um, right? Three in a row? Yeah, three in a row. Um, I, you know, I mean, I, it's hard to go against them, but uh, there's something about this Braves team that just, I feel like... They've been really good this year. So I'm going to go with Braves. And I'm going to say they win six. And then on the American League side with the Astros and the Twins. I, yeah, I go with the Astros. But I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a good series. I think they're going to go seven. Which would bring the Astros and the Braves into the World Series. Now, the Astros won a couple years ago, obviously, and the Braves won back in 1995. Was it 95 they won? Yeah, they beat the Indians. Um, and they haven't won since. Well, they went to two more? One more? I don't even remember at this point. Two more. No, because they lost the Yankees in 96 and, and 99. Um, yeah, it's... T- it, I don't know. It's tough to predict this, but um, I'm going to go Astros. I say they win in six. There you go. There's my MLB playoff predictions. Obviously, it's tough to really care as much as you have previous years if your team's not involved, as they obviously the Red Sox were involved last year and won the whole thing and had been in the playoffs the last three years, I want to say. So having them not in the playoffs this year is yeah, it's a little, a little disappointing, obviously, and um, you know it's tough to care as much. But there we go. All right, let's move on to some fights, fights for money. So let's first of all go back to see what happened last weekend. Um, Jack Hermanson lost, unfortunately. So I got that. Wrong for the main event of UFC Fight Night. Uh, he uh, let's see what the actual he lost to Jared Cannonier in the second round. Twenty-seven seconds into the second round, TKO by via punches in Denmark. Um, but the international UFC fights do not end there, as there's UFC two forty-three happening this weekend now it's a little weird because it's happening in australia and it's taking place on sunday but they're doing it on sunday at a time in australia where it lines up for the right time for the normal pay-per-view in america which i'm not sure what time that is in australia but for the united states it means it's the pay-per-view which is on espn plus um starts at 10 o'clock but the prelims, I believe, are on ESPN. Um, or maybe ESPN2. Or potentially not. 
ESPN two. Yes. ESPN two. Um. Yeah, at eight o'clock. So yeah, prelims. ESPN two, eight o'clock. Leading up to the actual pay per view, which is on ESPN plus. Ten o'clock. There are prelim prelims on the fight pass earlier than that. Um. Which might also be on ESPN Plus. I'm I don't I don't know if they show those on ESPN Plus, and I don't know if they show the stuff on ESPN Two also on ESPN. I I've, I would imagine they just put everything on ESPN Plus, but I don't quite know how that works. But anyways, I'm not gonna go over all the fights. I just want to talk about the big ones. That's how I changed it, so I don't have to sit here and listen to me mispronounce names for guys I don't even know anything about, or you know, try to make predictions on on, on everything. So. The big match is Robert Whitaker taking on Israel Aldesanya for the now they're the middleweight championship. Now Robert Whitaker is currently the champion, but Israel Aldesanya is the I think I'm saying that right is the interim champion, which I still don't ever understand what any of that means specifically. But this is the unification bout to determine the unified undefeated. Not undefeated, unified, undisputed, whatever, uh, middleweight, UFC middleweight championship. Um, so Whitaker, Alcidania, um, what are their nicknames? The Reaper. The Reaper Robert Whitaker. He is obviously Australian, so he has the home court advantage as it would. As it would be being in Australia. They're fighting in Melbourne, Australia at the Marvel Stadium. Um, and again, this is taking place Sunday, but till there on Saturday. Yeah, that whole thing. Um, take on Israel Alcedania, the last style bender. Now, he's from New Zealand. So, well, he was born in Nigeria, but he lives in New Zealand. So it's not as if. It's a huge trip for him in terms of going to Australia. So it's kind of, and it's weird how that that kind of played out. So I mean, obviously it made sense to have this in Australia. You have the Australian guy versus the new the guy that well, he's Nigerian, but living in Aus- in New Zealand. They happen to have a UFC taking place on Australia. I mean, it was kind of planned out that way. And one of them happens to be the champion. One's the interim champion. It all makes sense. But I'm in the end, I'm going to pick Robert Whitaker to win and retain his UFC middleweight championship and get just get rid of the interim championship, I guess. What, however that works. Um, so yeah, that takes place Saturday. The normal time um, for UFCs, even though it's in Australia, um, at the Marvel Stadium. And I wonder, Marvel Stadium, I wonder, is that outdoor stadium? No, it's a dome. Okay. Because that would be kind of cool if they were fighting out. I remember this happened with Pacquiao a couple of years ago. He had a, a match in Australia, which he got completely screwed over as. Um, I forget who he fought. Some Australian guy, obviously. Um, and it was, they they had it on the Sunday, but during the time where it was at nighttime for um, the United States, and I think it was on ESPN, if I remember correctly, but it was outdoor stadium, so it was all night out, or, or it was day out. But it was night. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It was day out um, when you're watching it on on the screen. But um, 
anyways, there you go. UFC 243 happening. Uh, there's no real other big marquee matches outside of that one, so uh, that's that is what it is. Because um, Holly Holm was supposed to take on Raquel Pennington, but um, um, Holm had to pull out for a hamstring injury. So there you go. Uh, all right, and then boxing wise, as I mentioned. Uh, Pacquiao. I don't know why I mentioned Pacquiao, but um, the the fight from last week. Um, sorry, it's, I got wrong. <laughs> I had Sean Porter, but uh, Ariel Spence uh, won um, a split decision. We also got Anthony Durrell wrong, but I did get Mario Barrios right, and I I apologize because I don't remember. Who they were fighting and for what, but I forgot to write it down. And I, regardless, I got one out of three right and not the big one. So I didn't do well in my predictions. There it is. Fine. Let's move on. All right. So let's move on, of course, to turnbuckle time. It is time to talk all about that wrestling stuff. So, how'd I do for Death Before Dishonor? I did pretty well, actually. Um, but I got the main bout wrong again. So. Uh, Jeff Cobb won. Marty Skrull won his match against Cole Cabana. Uh, Jeff Cobb beating... Um, and now I'm blanking on Jeff Jeff Cobb fight. Uh, hold on. I always write down who, the, who I predict, but then I'm like, wait, who did he fight? Uh, they, yeah, it was a pre-show. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Why am I blanking? Uh, Brody King. Yeah, that's right. Brody King. Uh, Marty Skrull beat Cole Cabana in the first round of the uh, championship tournament. PCO then beat Kenny King. And for some reason, that was a no disqualification match. I don't remember why. Uh, Angelina won. Angelina Love won the women's championship over Mandy Leone. So, wait. I got the Kenny King one wrong, right? Yeah, I got Kenny King wrong. Angelina Love, I got right. Jonathan Gresham beat uh, Jay Lethal by submission. Got that correct. Uh, the Bouncers beat. Uh, Vinny Marcia and Silas Young in a barroom brawl. Got that correct. Um, Shane Taylor beat Flip Gordon, Tracy Williams, and Dragon Lee in a trip in a fatal four-way or four-way four-corner match. Whatever, whatever you call it, four-corner survival match uh, for the Ring of Honor World Television Championship. So I got that wrong. Now them adding Dragon Lee seemed odd. Um, you know, obviously Dragon Lee is Roosh's brother, so it's kind of like, oh, they're doing a whole brother thing here, brother, brother. But then it was like, wait, Shane Taylor's leaving, supposedly, but then he ends up winning. So now they had television tapes in the night after, so I don't know if something happened at that. I kind of don't want to know spoilers or nothing, but um, it seemed, it seemed, I didn't hear anything specifically. But I don't know if that just means this whole thing has been a work. Shane Taylor's just sticking around in Ring of Honor. Or if they maybe signed him to a you know kind of a short-term extension to kind of play out the storyline and eventually have him drop it, you know, soon. Or maybe it's like a final battle or something. I don't know. I, I, I'm confused by the whole thing. But anyways, uh, moving on to Briscoe's. Uh, successfully defended the uh, tag team championships against Lifeblood, Bandito, and Mark Haskins. And then the main event of the evening, Roosh stayed undefeated. And beat Matt Taven for the Ring of Honor World Championship. So I got that one wrong. Uh, 
But uh, overall, um, out of the nine matches, I only got three wrong. So six and three, that's not terrible. Uh, but then obviously I got the UFC match wrong and two out of three in the boxing. So overall I was seven seven and six for the weekend. So not not exactly spectacular. All right. Um, so this has been a kind of crazy week for wrestling. Um, uh, and it will continue to be a crazy week for wrestling. But let's go back and kind of talk, talk about some of the stuff that happened. Um, so Raw had its season premiere or whatever you want to call it. They had a new set, a uh, new theme song. They brought back Pyro. Um, what? Oh, um, sorry. I just started something about the Rock. He posted. He said happy birthday to somebody. Wow, that's news. I'm not really sure. She's a hundred years old. Cool. Um, what was I saying? Sorry. Um, why? Okay. Sorry. I gotta stop looking at stuff. While I'm trying to record. All right. Focus. Um, yes. Raw season premiere. So they were supposed to start off. Or I don't know if they were supposed to start out the show, but they were supposed to have the Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins match for the Universal Championship. But then Brock Lesnar came out and beat up Rey Mysterio and Dominic. Um, that led to Seth Rollins then challenging whoever, who for a moment looked like it was going to be Randy Orton. They set up a match for Crown Jewel with Hogan and Flair. Ho- Team Hogan versus Team Flair. So Seth Rollins is Captain Team Hogan. Randy Orton was Captain Team Flair. They were going to have a captain's match that wasn't going to be the universal title match that he was going to have later. So then, But then Rusev came out for Rollins and Corbin came out to be on Orton's team. But then Rusev and Rollins challenged each other to a universal title match. But then no one knew where Lana was. So then they had the match. And then Lana came out. And then... No, sorry, Bobby Lashley came out, who was returning, and brought out Lana, and then they started making out, and then The Fiend came out and beat up Seth Rollins. That was the most of it. Um, There was some other cool stuff happened, whatever, throughout the show. Seemed new, obviously they have a new, they had a new, uh, um, new commentary team of um, Vic Joseph and Dio Madden. Yeah, Dio Madden. I didn't know who he was either. He up uh, before he did a couple of episodes of Two Hundred Five Live, and now he's doing Raw. And they brought back Jerry Lawler, kind of give give some people a little bit of familiarity, I think, with Monday Night Raw. Oh, Jerry Lawler's still here. Okay, I remember him, and he's still on the show. So that was fine. Um, nothing else too big happen they had a few cool matches and whatever uh you know becky lynch and sasha kind of had a thing uh you know aj and cedric had a cool match that aj won retained um uh bobby Roode and and uh golf ziggler successfully defended against uh heavy machinery i don't know some other stuff happened too i can't think really anything of you know great significance but obviously it was a pretty cool show you know the the new uh the new graphics and the new stage and and having fireworks again was kind of cool i'm sure i'm forgetting something that happened that was kind of significant but we'll get to it later um and then last night wednesday night uh we had the debut of aw dynamite 
on TNT and NXT went full two hours. Um, well, no, actually, it went two more than two hours on uh, USA as a, but as opposed to the first hour being on USA, second hour being on the network last couple weeks. They also did a pre-show, so they came out with a pre-show on the network. Then they had the two hours, but then they did overrun. Well, it's very interesting because a couple months ago, Raw finally, after over 20 years worth of doing overruns, or, or about 20 years for worth of doing overruns now, and the original reason why they did the overruns was back in the days where there was Nitro versus Raw, and they would go over and get a couple extra minutes in to go past where WCW was, to, so hoping those people that flipped over the channel would catch the final, final minutes of Raw and boost the ratings up a little bit towards the end, or you know, vice versa, Nitro would do the same thing. Um, so it's kind of weird how they finally were like, okay, and, and you know, even though Nitro had moved time slots and had been gone away forever, they still did it. And it was always kind of one of those things where it's like, well, I guess maybe they're just doing this because it's live television. And, you know, in those days, SmackDown was taped. So, you know, they didn't do it with SmackDown, but it was taped, so it didn't matter. It's live television. They don't have to, they don't need, they don't want to have to, you know, cut things off without having, you know, if they're running a little bit over. So they don't really have to, didn't really have to like be as precise with the timing or whatever they could go over if they wanted to and usa was always cool with it spike tv was cool with it back when they were on spike um you know i mean sometimes it in but now with the scheduling on like the you know the guides it was actually built in for the extra five minutes now was it ever was it always five minutes no sometimes it was only a couple minutes sometimes it was the five minutes other times it'd be eight or nine minutes sometimes it'd be like 20 minutes i remember there was one episode of raw this was probably like six or seven years ago and it must have been yeah something like that um where the rock came back and he was gonna be the host of wrestlemania and and uh he he didn't even come out until after 11 and my dvr was set to like go an extra 10 minutes out off Plus the five minutes. So my DVR was set to go out till 10.15, I think. Or maybe even 15 minutes. It might have even been 10, uh, or sorry, 11. 11 11.15, 11.20, something like that. Whatever it was. And, um, yeah, he went over. And I was like, oh, crap. It didn't record the whole thing. What am I supposed to do? So I had to go online and find it and and watch the rest of of what he was doing. But then after that, I extended the, the overlap for longer than that. Um, you know, which, you know, it never really got to that point ever again. And I can remember. And then finally, you know, about a month or a couple months ago or whatever, they found like, yeah, we're done with this. So then of course here's NXT area opposite of AEW. And what's the first thing they do? Oh, well, they get an extra 15 minutes for the overrun. Now, granted it wasn't, it was set in, you know, they had it on the guide, although it got added like last minute. So it was, they, and they, went precisely to that 15 minutes but um obviously just getting that extra 15 minutes over on AEW um but all right so overall AEW versus NXT what I think well I thought NXT was better and I did watch NXT uh live and I watched AEW on tape um and the reasoning for that was just because I mean this is new it's new AEW there's I don't you know outside of the handful of guys I know, 
and the handful of like storylines, I guess, which sort of weren't even a thing. Um, I don't really know anything. Whereas NXT, they had championship matches and and all sorts of stuff, and it was kind of like, well, I've been kind of more, I've been more committed and more initiated in to the whole NXT thing, whereas AEW, it's like, yeah, they've had a few shows, and it might be cool, but, like, until they get me in a week-to-week watching routine, I don't know that I care enough yet. So that's why I watched NXT. And that's why I thought NXT was better. Now, granted, there was some cool stuff in AEW. I'm not going to say it was a bad show. It was definitely a good show. Um, But, you know, it was just like, what do... There were certain elements of it I was just like, I don't know that I care about this. Because there's nothing you've given me that I'm supposed to care about yet. Um, with all that said, uh, there were a couple surprises on both shows. Um, Finn Balor came back on NXT and says he's now a part of NXT, so he's off of Raw, yes, or SmackDown. Uh, for the time being, we'll see how long that lasts. Um, and it confronted Adam Cole. Then at the end of the show... Um, Samaso Ciampa came back um, and confronted Adam Cole, or more so confronted Goldie, the, the belt. Um, there are no title changes, though, so, you know, that was, you know, not that there needed to be. Um, but, yeah, you know, there was definitely some good matches. Adam Adam Cole and Matt Rowe was great, um, and uh, the women's match was pretty good. Tag match was wasn't bad. Um, you know, obviously they crowned a new women's champion on AEW, so obviously they had that, but you knew, that, you knew going in that was going to happen. Um, and, um, you know, Jericho showed up and wreaked havoc. Um, you know, he had his match, and then John Moxley showed up and wreaked havoc, and then Jack Hager came out and wreaked havoc. Now, the ending of the show reminded me of, like, WCW back in the day. Uh, where it was either the horsemen were fighting the Dungeon of Doom or the Dungeon of Doom were fighting like Hogan and his group or then it was NWO fighting the horsemen or fighting the WCW group or the or Dungeon of Doom or whatever. You know, it was like always groups fighting each other. So it was kind of seemed like that at the end of, you know, WWE had its share of that too. The DOA and the, and the Nation and the DX and Bariquas and whoever else all fighting each other. It was all, you know, it's kind of reminded me a lot of that, which can be, which was kind of like a throwback a little bit, but at the same time, it's like, are you trying to not, are you trying to not be WCW? Because you're trying to be kind of looking like WCW. I mean, obviously being on TNT, Tony Schiavone, you know, coming back with JR. Um, you know, not to say that's necessarily a bad thing. Um, it is what it is. Um, you know, they had some good matches, but overall, if I had to, you know, if this is, Game one, game one's going to NXT, and we'll see how that goes next week. And obviously, next week I'm going to AEW, so I'm going to watch AEW live, and I have to watch NXT on tape. And you know, obviously, being live and at the event as opposed to watching it on TV is obviously a little different. But at the same time, it is what it is. Um, now NXT, they don't plan any time to tour, so I don't think I'm going to see NXT live in Boston. For a Wednesday night, you know, NXT show anytime soon, um, as opposed to AEW, it's the second show, but who knows if they'll come, you know, how often they'll come to Boston, I don't know, um, but yeah, so there we go, um, 
Now we'll talk about what's happening with the rest of this week for wrestling because while Hell in a Cell is on Sunday, we do have SmackDown, the debut on Fox, the 20th anniversary extravaganza coming up on tomorrow night, Friday night. And while there's more matches announced for SmackDown, or there's four 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 matches announced? Yeah, four matches and I have been announced for SmackDown. There's only been three announced for Hell in a Cell, so there's prediction-wise, I'm not really quite sure how I'm supposed to do this, but I'm going to do predictions for SmackDown and for Hell in a Cell. Uh, but before we get to that, I do have a little a little uh, box Um Slam Crate arrived. Now, I've been a little disappointed with the Slam Crates a couple last couple times. I meant to cancel it. I forgot to cancel it, so I got another whole year's worth of Slam Crates coming away. But in the meantime, I still have two boxes that I haven't gotten, or maybe even three boxes that I haven't gotten from the previous year. Now, I got the box in my hand, and I'm a little confused. So, I mean, Loot Crate's been having some issues, let's just call it that. Um, They uh, are no longer Loot Crate Incorporated, they're now the Loot Company, which I think is interesting. But a lot of people have been complaining about the boxes recently. And this box that I have isn't even a WWE Slam Crate box. It is a loot gaming box that they just put a Slam Crate sticker on. And they didn't even put the Slam Crate sticker on all the way. It's only like partially on. Surprised it didn't fall off. But, um, okay. I don't know. Here we go. Um... But I'm going to open it up, and, I, and honestly, I don't, I can't remember if I posted any of the previous, I can't remember the last Slam Crate that I actually posted on the, on the thing, what I actually got. Um, maybe I did, I don't even remember, but I'll try to remember this time. Alright, what do we got here? Ooh, are these shorts? Alright, I'm going to take a picture, and maybe post it, we'll see, um, if I remember. Yeah, but this is definitely a loot gaming box, which is a little disappointing. Because I thought we said their WWE boxes were kind of cool. Wait, what is this? At first I thought these were shorts, but now I have no idea what this is. Um, Alright, I'm going to put that aside because I don't know what that is. Alright, then we get a Championship Series collectible bust of Tommaso Ciampa. So it looks like they're not doing those statue thingies anymore. This is a collectible bust. The box is a little banged up. There's no picture of what it actually is, so that's a little confusing. I don't know if I even want to open this, but it's Tommaso Ciampa. Um, oh yeah, I think this is supposed to be an NXT um, box. Alright, so some sort of figure of t- collectible bust of... Uh, celebrate the winning superstar of WWE then, now, and forever. WWE Slam Crate presents the championship series of collectible busts featuring some of the most victorious superstars in WWE. Okay. And there's a t-shirt. Appears to be an Ember Moon t-shirt. It is an Ember Moon t-shirt. Okay. Black t-shirt with like a moon logo and it's got Ember Moon with a couple of wolves and some arrows for some reason. Says Ember Moon. Not not a terrible T-shirt. And then they continue the pin series, and then is the NXT Women's Championship, uh, the uh, belt pin series. Yes. 
And there's a little bit of a, there's a cheat sheet here. It's got a picture of Ember Moon. Um, it's got the picture of the of the bust of Champa, the T-shirt, um, the NXT pin. Oh, so this is a Kyrie Zane car shade. Keep your cruising vessel cool this summer with help from NXT's Pirate Princess Kyrie Zane. Now, of course, Kyrie Zane is no longer on NXT, uh, but this is an NXT box. Neither is Amber Moon, for that matter. Um, so it's a car shade. Okay, so it goes in your car window um, to keep your car cool. That's interesting. That's kind of weird. But all right. Again, I'm. This isn't. This isn't um, hurting my. This isn't um, making me regret my decision to um, cancel. No. Well, I wish I canceled before they charged me for another year. Yeah, maybe, but uh, this was actually from last year. So. <laughs> Still got at least another box, maybe not if not two. All right, so there we go. Now let's get into some predictions. Now. Coming up on SmackDown, and I wish I could find a list. So there's a bunch of people that got announced, and The Rock was rumored, but The Rock officially was announced to be on SmackDown coming up on Friday. Um, Now, is there a list of SmackDown uh, people? Fox. See if this brings up anything. Um... Do, 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 do. Alright, uh, yeah, um, maybe this brings up something. So, WWE SmackDown 20th Anniversary. Um, let's see, there's a bunch of people scheduled to appear. I wish there was just like a list. I do not see a list. Um, well, first off, I guess we should say that Michael Cole and Corey Graves are going to be uh, the commentary team and it, and Renee Young is a special contributor, so it's confusing as to that means if she's actually on the show, or or like at the commentary booth, or is she going to be like doing other things? It's a bit confusing, um, but yeah, I mean she'll be involved some way, shape, or form. Um, let's see if I can find a list. I mean, obviously The Rock is going to be on. All right, well, I can't find a list, but off the top of my head, I know The Rock, Stone Cold, Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, Undertaker, I mean, Triple H, I'm assuming. I don't know if Shawn Michaels was going to be there, but Hall and Nash were at NXT, so I'm guessing they won't be there. Uh, I know Lita and Trish were going to be on. The Bellas were rumored. The Cena's rumored. Um, I'm sure I'm forgetting others. Mick Foley. Um, probably more. But anyways, there's going to be a lot of people um, at SmackDown. Because it's also the 20th anniversary. It's the debut on Fox. Um, they're actually having a pre-show at 7.30 on Fox. Leading into the uh, actual show. 
Um, and they have a few matches announced that are kind of, you know, pay-per-view-ish quality matches, especially given what they've announced for the actual pay-per-view. Um, so we'll go over some of those. Uh, so first of all, we have Roman Reigns taking on Rowan, a rematch for Class of Champions. Now, this is a preview of Hell in a Cell, as they'll be fighting in a tag match, uh, Luke Harper and, um, and, uh, Daniel Bryan on sides, respectively. Um, so... I'm going to go with, I mean, I don't think there's necessarily going to be a clean finish to this, but I kind of feel like Rowan's going to win because of Luke Harper. Then we got uh, Sasha Sasha Banks and Bailey taking on uh, Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. I'm going to go with Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch just to give them... Um, you know, give a win on the debut of SmackDown to the faces. Uh, then we have Shane McMahon taking on Kevin Owens in a match, a ladder match, where the briefcase will have a contract or something that will say whoever loses the match has to retire and leave WWE forever, supposedly. Not who long... Who knows what that means specifically, and does that mean just mean SmackDown, or does that mean SmackDown and Raw, but what about NXT? I don't know. Um, I think Kevin Owens is going to win. I just think Shane's going to take a little break and go away for a while. Um, now, before we get to the main big match of the evening, I'll just... The 24-7 champion and right now is Carmella. It wasn't on Raw at all. So I don't know if it's going to be kind of moved towards just being a SmackDown thing. Um, but um, will Carmella be the champion, 24-7 championship, once SmackDown is over? Now, or no, let me rephrase that. Will it will it change hands at some points during the show? I'm going to say yes. That doesn't necessarily mean that Charlotte won't get it. Or sorry, Carmella won't get it back. But I think it will change hands at some point during the show to kind of give the Fox, you know, audience a little bit of taste of what the thing's all about. I think it kind of makes sense to do. Um, there you go. And then finally, in the main event of the evening, presumably, uh, Brock Lesnar will be taking on Kofi Kingston for the WWE Championship. Now, Kofi Kingston has a nice long run. Six months worth. He had a good run. But I think, given going forward, that Fox kind of wants that big name to be kind of running top of the show and it seems like Brock is going to get drafted to Smackdown for all intents and purposes even though Heyman's running Raw which means he would then have to be on both shows but if he's on Smackdown as a character and not running things then he can run things without having to worry about being on the show so it kind of makes sense but I do think Brock Lesnar is going to win and win the championship that moves us on to Hell in a Cell this Sunday. And again, there's only been three matches announced. I'm assuming they're going to announce more probably during SmackDown. So we're going to have to just make those predictions, you know, to myself, I guess. I don't I don't know. Um, yeah, it's going to be weird going forward with this, given that uh, SmackDown is going to be on Fridays as to when to do the pay-per-view predictions. I don't know. I still haven't figured that out yet. But for now, since we're previewing SmackDown and the pay-per-view, I feel like... It works out okay. Um, so we have Eric Rowan and Luke Harper taking on 
um, Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan. Now, the original thought process going into all of this was I thought this was just going to be total swerve and set up Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns at some point. Now, while that still might happen, supposedly Fox wants Daniel Bryan to be the face and be a good guy because of the whole yes thing. Um, now, I don't know if that's true or not. And I do think down the line these two will fight. I just don't know that they'll hotshot it. I think they'll keep it like this for a while. Um, and maybe Roman turns on Daniel Bryan down the line at some point. But I do think they're going to win. I do think Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns will win um, this match at Hell in a Cell. Then next up we have the Raw Women's Championship as Sasha Banks takes on Becky Lynch in a Hell in a Cell match. Um, you know, obviously Sasha Banks has the history of being in the Hell in the South before she took on Charlotte in Boston a few years ago. Uh, now she lost and lost the title, but is it time for her to gain it back? I'm going to say yes. And partially that is because I think Becky, there's there's a good potential that Becky moves over to SmackDown. So, if Becky moves over to SmackDown, obviously she can't have the Raw Women's Championship. And it kind of gives something to Sasha, kind of to, you know, make her return mean something. You know, obviously they did it, the kind of the Smalls ending at Class of Champions down the Hell in a Cell. I think if they have Sasha win, it kind of boosts her up into that next level of stardom. And doesn't hurt Becky too much, especially if they move her over to SmackDown and then she wins the SmackDown championship. The one little caveat to that is coming up in a second, but we'll talk about that. Um, and as to reason why I don't necessarily know that it does mean she's moving over. Now, a lot of people have pointed to the, um, and we'll talk about the draft more next week for chapters, or, yes, for chapter 100. Um, but a lot of people have been pointing to kind of the advertisements and how, oh, wait, this advertisement is showing these people so these people must be who's going to be on SmackDown after the draft. And while that would sort of make sense, there was a lot of people in those commercials. And then people were pointing to the Raw um, intro on Monday and being, oh, wait, these people are on this intro. So they must mean these people are on Raw. Well, no. There was like everybody was in those intros. I think they're just, their intro was just temporary intro before they do the draft. And once they do the draft, they'll do the real intro. Because like, Everyone was in the interest. It's like, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, but anyways, before we get to the main events, presumably of the night, then again, there's a bunch of other matches that probably still need to be announced, but given that it's a Hell in a Cell match, I presume they're only going to do two. I mean, they have done three in the past, but presumably they're only going to do two. Um, uh, Carmella, currently the 24-7 championship, as I said. I do think she's going to lose it at some point during SmackDown. Whether she gets it back or not, eh, that's not relevant. So the question is, at Hell in a Cell, does whoever is the 24-7, does a 24-7 championship change hands? And I'm going to say no, because I think they're just going to save that for SmackDown and don't want to overburden it into Hell in a Cell. Um, and then finally, the main event of the evening, Seth Rollins defending his Universal Championship against the fiend Bray Wyatt. Now, as we know, Seth Rollins and 
and Sasha, uh, sorry, Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch are a thing. They're engaged, whatever. So chances are they're going to end up on the same show together. So if Becky's moving over to SmackDown, I would beg to say that Seth would be moving over to SmackDown. I don't necessarily know that that's the case. But just in case it is, he's got to drop the title, presumably. Um, unless like, the Brock moves over to Raw and Seth moves over to SmackDown, but then wouldn't they need to change it to a blue belt? Which maybe they could do. I don't know. Either way, I think Bray's going to win. I just don't think you can have him lose yet as the Fiend. He's only had one match. And to have him lose, then his second match... I just it cuts everything out under him that he's been doing for the last six months. So I mean, I presume I don't think you necessarily should have hot shot this into this match so soon. But if you're gonna do it, go all the way with it. So I think Bray Wyatt wins. So there we go. That's Hell in the Cell coming up this Sunday. I think the pre-show starts at six. It actually the show itself starts at seven, um, and yeah. So there we go. We got Raw, sorry, SmackDown on tomorrow night, Hell in a Cell on Sunday night. I mean, AEW started, NXT's two hours. You still got Raw with a new set, and still three hours. Impacts are going to be on Tuesday at some point, coming down the line. They did start already having like Impact shows on Tuesdays on A Access, but it were just like replays of old pay per views. But eventually, that's going to be a thing. I might check it out when it's when it's back up and running on access. I don't know if it's gonna I don't think it's gonna be live every week, but yeah, I'll check it out. Ah, so much wrestling stuff going on. But anyways, thanks for thanks for listening. Uh it's chapter ninety nine. I can't believe we're already at ninety nine, but stay tuned for one hundred. I I'm trying to think of something special to do. I don't know specifically what I'm gonna do yet. It may not be anything special. It might just be a regular old show. I don't know. But uh, we'll do it. We'll get to it. I'll have my thoughts on AEW from a live standpoint next week. Um, And then we'll talk about what happened at all these fun events and the playoffs and football and hockey and all the fun stuff like Joker. Um, Talk about that. But uh, thanks for listening. As always, check the blog at razorvader.blogspot.com. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. Leave me five stars. Write a review. Follow me on Twitter at Razor Vader. All that great stuff. And oh wait, we're not done. No, we're not. Because, and truth be told, it's pre-recorded. But Drew joined me yesterday to do some predictions of his own. He's doing some predictions for SmackDown and Hell in a Cell. Uh, so here's Drew. I'm going to hand it over to Drew, although really over to me talking to Drew uh, right now. So thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. All right, everyone, we're back. We're here with Drew the Dominating Destroyer, Triple D, as we're calling him, or whatever you want to be called. What do you want to be called? Say hi to the people. Say hi. Hi, Drew. Nothing. What? No, no, neither. You don't want to talk? All right. You ready for to make some predictions? Yep. Now we're going to do it a little differently this time because they haven't really announced all the matches for, for Hell in a Cell on Sunday. But, given that it's only Wednesday as we're recording this, uh, we still got, we got SmackDown on Friday. 
So there's a bunch of big matches on SmackDown. So why don't you make some predictions for SmackDown? You ready? Yeah. Alright, so first off we have Roman Reigns taking on Eric Rowan. Yeah. Now if you remember last time Eric Rowan yeah. beat Roman Reigns at um, Clash of Champions because of Luke Harper. So chances are Luke Harper is going to be there. And Daniel Bryan's probably going to get involved because they have a match at Hell in a Cell, which we'll get to in a minute. But who do you think wins? Who do you think wins on SmackDown? Um, Roman Reigns or Eric Rowan? What do you got? Roman Reigns. You think Roman Reigns? Okay. That's a good pick. Uh, get the win back that he that he lost uh, from. Uh, uh, Clash of Champions. Alright, so next up we have a uh, tag team match between Sasha Banks and Bailey, Yeah. taking on Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. It's a rematch from a couple weeks ago on Raw, and also kind of a preview match for Hell in a Cell, but again, we'll get to that match in a minute. But who do you think is going to win? Bailey and Sasha Banks, or Charlotte and Becky Lynch? Who you got? Bailey and... Bailey and Sasha Banks? Yeah. Okay. Bailey and Sasha Banks. I should probably put the other one there, too. Okay. Um, Alright, next up, we have a ladder match between Shane McMahon and Kevin Owens. Uh, Whoever loses has to leave. WWE. They have to be gone for how long? Who knows? Because that ever, we all we know that whenever there's a loser loser leaves town match, eventually whoever loses and leaves town comes back at some point. So whatever. But for now, for time being, the loser leaves town. So Kevin Owens or Shane McMahon, who do you think climbs the ladder and grabs the briefcase or whatever it's going to be uh, to win? Who do you got? Who you got? Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon, alright. Okay, that's a good call. I think a lot of people are thinking Kevin Owens, but that would be a nice little twist. And, um, yeah. Um, alright, so before we get to the big match on SmackDown, uh, we gotta do a little, a little thing we always kinda do. Uh, so currently, Carmella is the 24-7 champion. She beat R-Truth uh, last week on Raw, I believe it was, to win the title. Um, or was it Raw? Or Yeah, I think it was Raw. Um, so do you think Carmella leaves SmackDown the 24-7 champion? No. No. Okay, so she, you think she loses it. Who do you think leaves SmackDown with a championship? Take a guess. Who do you think? I know. You don't know, but you think she's gonna lose it. Okay, that's fair enough. That that's. I mean, that's tough to predict who you who might get it. But so um, say so yes. The twenty four seven championship changes hands now. The big match on SmackDown, and there's tons of stuff going on SmackDown. Hulk Hogan's gonna be there. Ric Flair's gonna be there. Stone Cold, The Undertaker, Mick Foley. Um, Triple H, um, 
I forget who else, but a bunch of other a bunch of people are going to be there, including The Rock. The Rock's going to be there. Um, John Cena may be there. Rumors. He hasn't been officially announced or anything. But but the big match on SmackDown is Kofi Kingston defending the WWE Championship against Brock Lesnar, who Brock Lesnar came was on Monday Night Raw and beat up Rey Mysterio. Now he's going to be on SmackDown, actually fighting. Uh, not a pay-per-view no, for once. No, no. Fighting Greg, Kofi Kingston Greg, for the WWE Championship. Who you Greg, got? Greg. Yeah, who do you think? What? what? Um, no, do, um, do, um, um... Nikki has his opinion. Do, um, um... Who you got? Brock Lesnar? Do you think Brock Lesnar is going to beat Kofi the championship? Brock Lesnar. Kofi... Brock Lesnar! I think Brock Lesnar is going to win. And win the championship. Yeah. Okay. No, Greg. Yep. Um, do... What? Seth Rollins, do this Seth Rollins and The Fiend. Well, that's what we're getting to. All right, so that's SmackDown on Friday. But on Sunday, we got Hell in a Cell coming up. Now, there's only three matches announced so far. I'm assuming they're going to announce more on Friday during SmackDown, but obviously we have to be recording it now. We don't know. But there are three matches so far announced, two of which we've already kind of talked about. And then we'll get to... And then, as always, we'll make a little prediction on... 24-7 championship. Okay. So, at Hell in Cell, yeah. there's going to be... There's three matches announced so far. Yeah. One's a tag match. It's Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns taking on Eric Rowan and Luke Harper. Who do you got? Luke Harper. Eric Rowan and Luke Harper? Yeah. Over Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think, you know, if they're going to... Yeah. Uh, if they're going to continue the storyline, that's not a bad idea. Um, so then next up, we have the Raw Women's Championship match. Um, in Inside the Hell in the Cell, it is Becky Lynch defending against Sasha Banks. Hell in the Cell match. Who do you got? Who thinks? Sasha Banks. Think Sasha Banks. New champion? Yeah. Okay. Sasha Banks beats Becky Lynch. New champion. All right, and then before we get to the big match, uh, once again, so, again, Carmella currently is the 24-7 champion. You think she's going to lose it on SmackDown, but do you think that whoever wins it, or whatever, loses it again at Hell in a Cell? Do you think it will change hands? Do you think there will be a new champion at Hell in a Cell for the 24-7 championship? Yes or no? Um, yeah. Yes, so you think there'll be the 24-7 championship will change hands at Hell in a Cell. And the big match for the WWE Universal Championship. Um, Seth Rollins will have the championship as he did defeat... or I didn't really defeat Rusev, but the match didn't really have an ending. Uh, but he didn't lose it. Um, and he actually didn't fight Rey Mysterio because of Brock Lesnar on Raw. So he'll have the championship going into Hell in a Cell... Taking on the fiend Bray Wyatt in a Hell in a Cell match. Who do you think wins? Fiend. You think the fiend? So you think the fiend's gonna beat Seth Rollins for the WWE Universal Championship? Yeah. All right. There you go. Those are those are Triple D dominating Drew the Destroyer or whatever. <laughs> what do you want to be called? Just Drew. Yeah. Dominating Drew, yeah. Drew the Destroyer. What do you, what do you want? 
Drew the Destroyer. Drew the Destroyer. Right, Drew the Destroyer. Um, those are his predictions for Sunday. Um, obviously, we don't know the full card yet, so we'll want, probably make want, some predictions off air. I want to do football picks. All right, now we got to do our football picks for this weekend, uh, but we'll do those off air. But I just want to thank everyone for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon. I was out of watching.